Sounds okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Kitchen Table Convos. My name is Tito. Oh. It's your turn. I was. I know. I was. I got stuck for a second because I was. So back and I forth. Was, no. No, I know because I was like, oh, how do I introduce myself? I'm Amanda. <laughs> Because I, w- I was thinking, oh, am I like am I the co-host? Like am I the co-host, Amanda? I was like, nope, I'm just Amanda. <laughs> I'm just Amanda. You are the co-host. <laughs> All right, so friends, it's a little bit of a bittersweet day today. Mm. Can you tell the people why it's a little bit bittersweet? I mean, if I'm following on you the know same where I'm track going. here, yeah, it's because it feels like fall. It fe- it's starting to feel like fall. It's getting a little cooler. Yeah. So that means that it's the end of summer. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's a little bit gloomy. Slight breeze mm-hmm. on and off. Leaves are starting to fall. Oh. How are you feeling about that? I don't like it. Yeah? No. You know, for most people, probably from Michigan, a lot of them will most likely tell us, we still got a couple months. But to, but to the Mendozas, summer's over. <laughs> it's lies. It's over. They're like, oh, we'll still have at least like, you know, an 80 degree day here or there. Whatever. I don't believe you guys. No. <laughs> no, not when the day starts out at 45 degrees now. Do you remember um, the band Dashboard Confessional? I know the name. Okay. It was like an emo band uh-huh. that we... Um, was very popular when we were in high school. Yeah, it's, the name sounds familiar. So it would always remind me, or the re, like today reminded me of this song. Mm-hmm. And if you know Dashboard Confessionals, you probably know where I'm going with this. But since you don't, mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard it before. Possibly. I looked up the lyrics and it is mad emo. <laughs> and I didn't realize that the title was called Age Six Racer. So like, let me read like the lyrics. It's so... I'm not going to sing it. So long, sweet summer. I stumbled upon you and gratefully basked in your rays. <laughs> so long, sweet slumber. I fell into you now and you're gracefully falling away. <laughs> the so slumber? Emo. Yeah, it's like, like so you're waking long, up. sweet summer. Stumbled upon you and gratefully basked in your rays. Uh-huh. That's what it feels like. It's gone. It's like, goodbye summer it's gone goodbye but it's okay there's good things about fall weather it makes you feel a little bit warm you can we're forcing ourselves to be a little more positive here yeah it's like i i have no problem with fall Mm -hmm. but i've realized the reason why I don't like fall now is because it means something else is coming. Oh, so you're in anticipation of the word, the the one farther down. Yeah. That shall be not be named. Right. So like fall is very conflicting because I've always liked fall because mm-hmm. it's like yeah. apple orchards and cinnamon donuts and apple cider, that whole kind of thing. And like it's pretty and football season, like Michigan games and yeah, whatnot. But now like it's completely associated with win- winter coming for me like winter is now coming yeah and it get oh yeah it's like a sticky situation yeah now. so my friends like we're working on it this is something that we we're constantly working on to try yeah. to get better but 
it's just going to be one of those things. It's like, take it or leave it. The Mendozas <laughs> do not like getting cold. And it's just, it's just how it is. Yeah. Please accept us. Please love us. <laughs> yeah. It's just one of those things. It's rough. We're trying. I, I want to try harder. <laughs> <laughs> you try harder than I do. I can I feel like I have it. to or else we'll fall apart. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. It's true. But that's okay. You Sorry. know why it's another bittersweet day? No. Because it is a little cooler. Yeah. We decided to bake some cookies. Oh, yeah. And you know what's in the cookies? Chocolate chips. What kind of chocolate chips? Dark chocolate chips. What kind of dark chocolate chips? <laughs> bittersweet dark chocolate You see chips. where I was going with that? But there's nothing bittersweet about a cookie. Yeah. It's good. It's the sweet part of the bittersweet. <laughs> we were feeling cold. We turned the oven up, baked some cookies. It was really good. It's really good. They're re they are really good. Been drinking some tea, yep. sipping on some hot tea. Yep, we today. had our first cookie. We decide I decided that one is not enough. So never enough. Instead of going full two cookies, just because let's not get crazy. <laughs> We did one and a half cookies. <laughs> Gotta save some for later. Yeah. We did. One yeah. and a half each with a cup of tea. I got my chamomile. Oh, yeah. It's getting better. I'm feeling better now. Feeling all right. <laughs> You're really... Hey, it's, it's supposed to perk up a little bit with the bittersweet <laughs> chocolate, dark chocolate chip It was cookie. great. I'm not complaining. Yeah. Not complaining about the cookie. I'll that, never complain about the cookie. Yeah. So, episode nine... Wow. Of Kitchen Table Convos. We made it. Episode 9. Today's topic is going to be really fun because I want to talk about quirks with you. Quirk. Quirks. Quirks. Yeah. You know, those things that the other person that you love does that, the, like, is a little weird. I was going to say the weirdness. The weirdness. The weirdness of us. But it's also the same things that make you love the other person even more. Yeah. Does it, do your quirks, let me ask you this, do your quirks make you love yourself even more? No. No? <laughs> they make me think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I feel the same exact way. But your quirks make me love you even more. Yeah, and vice versa. Yeah. Isn't that weird how that works? We it's love like the quirks. Our own quirks is kind of like, oh, I'm kind of a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those things that just makes life a little more special when you get yeah. to know the person a little more. Yeah. Those quirks are what make them like who they are, like why you love them so yeah. much. Yeah. Just the little odd things that we do. Yeah. And when we were thinking of this idea to talk about it, it's really weird because it it's I'm sure that the stuff that we talk about today, the quirks that we talk about, we're not going to be able to list out every single quirk because yeah. sometimes it's hard to remember. They're hard to think of on the spot. Like, yeah. I'm sure I have way more than what I was able. Yeah. Yeah. I was telling you, there's a podcast I listen to. And one of the main questions, uh, the podcast is called You, Make, you Made It Weird by Pete Holmes. He's a mm -hmm. comedian. And one of the questions he asks his guests is, when was the, la when was the last time you laughed the hardest? Mm -hmm. And like... I got a little stressed out. I'm like, man, if somebody asked me that, mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we've had moments where we were just like dying of laughter. Yeah. But when somebody tries to like make you think you of it on the spot. spot, you're like, 
I can't think of any. Like, I've never laughed a day in my life. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, it's a little bit stressful. Yeah. So when we thought of quirks, we're like, okay, let's think of some. Like, do you remember some of the quirks? Like, what are some of my quirks? Yeah. Um, and I think it's just it comes up in conversation, and yeah, eventually you'll think of it. So we we thought of we some. thought of a few. Yeah. Sure. There's more. Yeah. There's definitely more, but these are fun. So let's start off with. Um, there's a lot of quirks when it comes to like food and how we prepare food and how yeah. we like. I think everybody does, right? Everybody has their own routine. I would think so. Yeah, yours is kind of funny. Do you want to explain yours a little bit in like how you set up your food? Well, like first of all, with food, I've never been a fan of like my food mixing or touching very much. Like I'm not to the extent of you know I have to have a plate with dividers and keeping everything completely separate although like the school lunch tray yeah like although i think in an ideal world like sure that would <laughs> I, I wouldn't do. mind it yeah <laughs> but um yeah i'm not the biggest fan like you know if you have mashed potatoes and gravy mm-hmm. i don't want the gravy boat like sliding into the corn or green beans or your salad or whatever like yeah. that kind of stuff i'm not a fan of so that. when the gravy is like in the crater yeah how do you eat it Oh, you, you <laughs> there is a strategy. There is? Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched. I'm too busy well, eating my own food that I don't even watch what you're doing. I mean, we don't generally make mashed potatoes and gravy at home That's... either. So it's not something I regularly eat, but there's definitely a strategy. That's true. So you have the little moat mm-hmm. of gravy in the middle. Yeah. And it's obviously surrounded by more mashed potatoes. Okay. So you start on the outside. This is captivating. And work your way in. So you take the... A fork or a spoonful of mashed potatoes from the outside. Okay. Carefully, you can't penetrate the moat. Yeah, be careful. So you just like get your little scoop. Mm-hmm. You dip it into the pond of gravy. Oh. And then take your bite, and you work your you work your way around without like around di- the, the perimeter of yeah. the mound. Right, and you dip your bite into the pond of gravy. And that way, when you finally break the wall, you don't have a waterfall coming out. Oh my you just goodness. have enough gravy left for the potatoes that are there. We're going to need to see video evidence of this. <laughs> I, didn't know, I didn't know that you did that. Mm-hmm. It's like that. Like, what if, okay, what if the gravy accidentally flows over when you're doing the dip? Well, you just have to be careful. This is important questions. <laughs> like, it, it's finesse. Oh, this is years of... Finesse with your Irish mashed potato <laughs> Years blood. of training. Yeah. <laughs> on how to eat wow. a mashed potato and, gra- and not get gravy everywhere. Okay. So no touching. like. Ideally. Like yeah. like I said, I'm not going to not eat it, but I'm right. going to be disappointed. It's not to that level where you like won't eat it. Yeah. I'm just going to be like, oh, You do man. your best to. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's just. It's not as good. Like gravy moat. Yeah. It's, somebody breached the wall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I can't touch. All right. Yeah. Um, and I guess like you mentioned arranging, like, I think we've talked about our breakfast routine a little bit before, and there are many elements to our breakfast routine mm-hmm. and like what the things that we eat and drink and whatever. So I just have a way that I like to arrange it. Like I just, I have my plate in front of me. My coffee cup has to go on the top right my vitamin drink has to go on the top left. Mm-hmm. And then it depends on 
sometimes we have other little elements in there but yeah like just to paint a little bit more of the picture too in a few episodes ago we were talking about some of our traditions and when we have breakfast we do breakfast every morning Mm -hmm. we do the whole thing we do an omelet we have coffee we also this is not something we talked about we drink a cup of emergency we have lots of vitamins in the morning yeah vitamins we have the tablets and everything but we have a cup of emergency it's like this orange flavored like a vitamin c drink yeah so it kind of looks like orange juice mm-hmm. uh, so that's what she's talking about there yeah my vitamin drink has to be on the left but any like and the coffee is like my main drink main for drink. the meal but on any other meal, I typically like my main drink to be on the left-hand side because I eat with my right hand. But the coffee, just the coffee during breakfast is on the right. Yeah, I think it's because Weird. it's a coffee mug. Mm-hmm. So like you have to hold it by a handle and it's heavier and I feel more confident with it in my right hand early okay. in the morning. Huh. So I like it on the right. But any other time, like my main drink, I like it on the left. So I could have my drink in my left hand and my fork in my yeah. right <laughs> I would have to believe that everybody has their ritual when it comes to eating. Yeah. Like where they put their cup, where they put their, you know, yeah, little things like that. Because, uh, let's see, breakfast, I have my coffee on my left. Right. And correct. Then, yeah, <laughs> correct. And then the emergency in front of it. Yeah. Because I do that last. Because I drink that last. The left. Yeah. So weird. Yeah. So um, you're just very specific in where you put... Yeah, I don't know. I just... Your, do you put your utensils at a certain place or no? I mean, we only have one in the morning, so my fork is just on my right. Yeah. Okay. Going off of that, one of my weird quirks when it comes to eating, for some reason when I eat, I set up my whole meal <laughs> for the last few bites. You do. You save... I don't know why. I save, I save like the best bite for last. Yeah, like most people I think would pick like, ooh, this is the best part of the egg or this is Mm -hmm. the best looking piece of fruit. I'm going to eat that now. Right. Not you. No, not me. (laughs) Like say for breakfast, right? And we have an egg. If if we do like a fried egg, like a sunny side up egg, Mm -hmm. I save the yolk, like the whole yolk last. Right. (laughs) Isn't that weird? Like eat all the egg white. Yeah, I'll cut out the egg white like precision surgery like if i pop the yolk i've failed this morning yes and it's gonna be a long day yeah if i ever walk into the kitchen and you look sad i've gotta look over and see if the yolk broke that's true (laughs) yeah yeah it's always disappointing yeah i gotta make sure it doesn't break and i gotta make sure it's cooked perfectly where it's not overcooked yeah um so like i would cut around the yolk Uh and then like i would cut the yolk in a couple pieces but still, mm-hmm. I would put that, like, I would make sure that I had enough toast mm-hmm. to have with that yolk. Like, I can't just have the yolk by itself. Right. There's there's something about the perfect bite for me. And it's, it's you very... You have to get the ratio correct as right, well. Right. It it's a ratio thing. It's very similar to the philosophy of sushi. Yeah. You know, when you get, when you go to um, a place, I forgot, omasake, I believe is what it's called, is when the professional sushi chef, mm-hmm. master sushi chef, like served you uh-huh. based on kind of your proportions or mm. at least the master ones from what I've heard. Mm-hmm. It determines the amount of rice, the amount of fish that they use mm. because they're trying to achieve the perfect bite. For you. Yeah. 
So I guess in some ways I'm doing the same way. You're searching for the perfect bite. <laughs> yeah. Because even like if I eat a burger, uh-huh. how do you eat a burger? I just go for it. You just go for it. You don't think <laughs> about don't, it. I mean, I, as long as not all the ingredients aren't sliding out, then you have to like mm-hmm. kind of push them back together so that yeah. you're not just left with a mouthful of lettuce at the end. Right. But yeah. Like, of course, when you have like those big gourmet burgers, sometimes I'll cut it in half. Yeah. But okay. Generally speaking, if you're eating a burger like as a whole, yeah, I'll eat it in a circle you do i'll eat around it because in my opinion the middle it's where all the goods are it's where every single ingredient should land at some point yeah so that last bite has every single ingredient that's true you'd get a little bit of everything in that bite man that's weird yeah i'm sure a lot of people do that how do you eat your burgers guys let us know oh my goodness you didn't even try let us I set you up. Do you like lettuce on your burger? Let, Let us, us know. know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you somebody laughed. I hope somebody laughed with that. <laughs> um, okay, so that, like, I, I have a last bite. Mm-hmm. The other kind of weird thing that I do. Yeah, what are th- other ones? Like, say when I cut up vegetables or when I top mm. pizza, when we make our own pizza. Yes. Can you explain how I... You make fun of me for it because I don't know why. I, I just kind of do it. I make fun of you. I just... I think it's interesting because in a lot of other areas of your life, you're, you're a little, to me, disorganized. Okay. Like, you can be a little bit messy, not quite precise. Okay. Except for... When you line the baking tray with the vegetables you've just chopped, mm-hmm. or if you're topping a pizza, all of a sudden things are in perfect rows and perfectly separated, and like none of the zucchini will be in with the broccoli or the sweet potatoes. Because like if I do it, I just kind of Spread evenly out. intersperse them all together, and it just becomes a big party, and everything's mixed together. Mm-hmm. But you have the section of zucchini, a section of broccoli, a section of sweet potatoes. And then the section of tofu. And it's all like perfectly lined out. And there's... I get weirdly organized. There's zones. For no reason. Yeah. yeah. There's just... There's a zone. Sweet potato zone. Tofu zone. And they don't intermix. Or the pizza... You'll like... Perfectly dollop the pesto. Mm-hmm. Or like if we're putting like a salami or something on it. You'll perfectly... It'll be... The tomatoes. Oh. You slice the tomatoes like super thin super thin yeah and then you lay them out in perfect rows i'm just like who is this person (gasps) all of a sudden like the precision and the cleanliness that goes into it is quite amazing listen i am not that disorganized as i look at my studio desk with stuff all over the place (laughs) it looks like it exploded I know. It's I like know. That doesn't I know. translate to. I know. I, it's confusing to me. I'm sorry. I'm work. Uh, am I working on it? Sometimes I'm working on it. <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's put myself out there. I want to be better. But see, it's weird. At work, I'm highly organized. At work, I believe that. Because my certain my brain works a certain way when it comes to like details. Right. Okay. I just I just need yeah. to be better. I'm late. I'm get. That's what it is. Is laziness. Yes. Yeah. Can yeah. We, okay. I'm I'm because you I'm know putting, you have me. I'm putting myself out there. I understand. <laughs> I I can be a little okay. bit disorganized when it comes to like my workspace. Yeah. I mean, I have some 
I'm not OCD, but OCD type oh, issues, which we will get to we later. We will get there. We'll get there. <laughs> That's true. Okay. So I'm working on it as well. Okay. This is this is what we're all about is working on it together. Um, so let's move on to weird food combos. Oh, yeah. We need like segment weird food combos with Tito and Amanda. I was going in my head. I was like, whicha. <laughs> And now, weird food combos with Tito and Amanda. Whatcha? I love it. Whatcha? Wow, this episode is great. Good content. I hope you guys are loving it right now. Okay, uh, I'll start off and you can go second. Yeah, what are some of your... Yeah, tell us your weird food combos. I'm not telling that one. I, I... I didn't. I am I didn't way too embarrassed of that one, and only Amanda will ever know okay, what fair. that one is. Mary, what happens? Okay, this is a podcast. I don't have to say every. Marriage. I don't have to say every single thing about my life. It's true. It's too embarrassing. It's We're too not, much. Not open books. You know, it's bad when I'm like I can't put myself out there like that. But I'll say some weird ones. I have this weird one that at first I wasn't gonna say, but you were like, "But that's a quirky thing to to eat." I don't remember which one this okay. is. Okay. First one, not as weird. So in the Philippines, we have this dish called pancit. And it's basically like a noodle dish in the it's Philippines. It's like ramen. Kind of. So like pa- the traditional pancit is actually like actual noodles and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But there is an instant version. Mm-hmm. Um, or pancit canton is the dish. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an instant version. Mm-hmm. Kind of like ramen, mm-hmm. where it's in a package and you boil it. And you get the seasoning. Right. So think of it as ramen. It's called pancit canton. And you boil it. And mm-hmm. instead of ramen having like the soup, mm-hmm. you would drain the water. Mm-hmm. And then you just have the noodles. And then you then you put the seasoning on it. Yeah. And that's what the pancit is. Mm-hmm. My brother and I, for some reason, when we were growing up, we would... That was just a staple in the house. Mm-hmm. Pancit canton, we would boil like a couple packets each. Yeah. And then we would drain it, put the seasoning on it. But we would always eat it with orange juice. Like with the orange juice on the with side. With orange juice on the side. Yeah. Not like real orange juice. Sunny, sunny Delight. D. Yes. That Sunny D. Either sunny the California D. or the Florida version. The California version was sweeter. I don't even remember there being a the California Florida version versus Florida. was a little bit more like orange juice. Oh, we were healthy kids. I just remember Sunny D. That's all I remember. Oh no, we knew the. Oh, this tastes like California. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, at any time, like, I don't know why it was just like we would eat it and then we drink had orange to have juice it with, with orange it. juice. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, do you want to go back and forth, or do you want me to say my other one? I can say one. I guess. You go ahead. Um, probably like my weirdest one that I can remember from childhood as well is I would make peanut butter sandwiches. Okay. And you're probably thinking that's so normal. Peanut butter and jelly, duh. Yeah. Nope. Skip the jelly. Hold the jelly, please. <laughs> peanut butter sandwich. Okay. With pickles. Like in the sandwich. In the sandwich. Huh. Like. Good old-fashioned, like, Velasic dill pickle. You've always said, you've told me this before, Mm -hmm. but we've never, have we ever tried it? No, but ever since we started talking about this, like, I've kind of been wanting, 
Because number one, I'm wondering if it's as good as I remember. Because it just brings back like, oh yeah, like a peanut butter and pickle sandwich. So I actually, we should, we should probably make one. Okay. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll make a video out of it. I think we have some pickles in the fridge. Does anybody else, anybody listening to this ever had peanut butter and pickles as a combination? Yeah. I can't say I have. And I've, I eat weird <laughs> stuff. I've eaten some weird things. So I don't know. It was just something I remember my mom making it. Mm-hmm. for us as a kid probably we didn't have a lot of money so it's just kind of one of those things like what can we put together and put on two pieces of bread and make it a sandwich and it was peanut butter and pickles yeah. one day and i was like oh i'm so good yeah yeah i guess when you're a kid you just try yeah i don't know i wasn't a picky eater yeah and i'm about to exhibit this with this next example okay you remember like after thanksgiving or after a holiday when you have that that honey baked ham mm-hmm which I loved. You, you, you weren't a big fan of. No, I don't honey like honey baked ham. But I just like how story. I liked how there was that sugar coating on it, so yeah. like the outside is sweet. Like the brown sugar. Okay, guys, you have, you're gonna you're either gonna love me or hate me after this. This um, is a no judgment zone. This is a, is it? Yeah, it's like, like Planet Fitness in here. Okay, all right. <laughs> I hope so. Okay, so I used to make these sandwiches. All right, okay. I'm with. I'm like delaying the inevitable. Just say yeah. Okay. Just tell. You get the honey baked ham, right? The leftovers. It's like you're hungry one afternoon and you decide to make a sandwich. Mm -hmm. I get the honey baked ham. Put a little peanut butter. Okay. All right, but I don't add pickles to it. Should I added pickles? I should have. You know what I add to it? What? The other ingredient. What? Mayo. Everybody just turned off the podcast, and now it's just me and Amanda talking to each other, staring uncomfortably. Peanut butter and mayo. Don't ask why I did it. (laughs) I remember it being good. That's just like when you grab every jar in sight, and you're just like not paying attention to what it is. That's how peanut butter and mayo end up on the same sandwich. You know, that's probably why. (laughs) Like, oh, what's in this jar here? I, Put this on my I would sandwich. Be that this ty- jar over here. I would be that type of kid to just grab everything. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this on another podcast, but I was a big boy. Yeah. I grabbed everything. Yeah. And made this masterful mm-hmm. sandwich. Like a little bit of this. I am pretty sure it's uniquely mine. I think so. I mean, I've never tried it. I've never had peanut butter and mayo put together, but yeah, that, that's that's a tough one for me. That's okay. I haven't had it since. And I don't know. I probably would still t- <laughs> you, <laughs> probably would still try it. You would. But let's let's be honest. About you know that what? One. It's okay. We're here to make to entertain you folks. And if you're still listening to this, it means you really do love us. You love you really like me. Yeah. You like me. You accept all of our so quirks. long, sweet summer. This podcast is all over the place. Okay. No, I like it. I do too. Oh, there's like a siren outside. That leads us to the the important quote of the day. I don't get to do my next food Oh my court. goodness, I am so sorry. I, I thought it was... one more. I'm sorry, I'm rude. I... I'm rude, I'm disorganized. I eat mayo and peanut butter together. <laughs> it explains a lot. Explains a lot. Okay, no, me. so I just had like oh, my last weird... Well, I'm sure there's other weird ones, but mm-hmm. one more weird one yeah. is... So every Sunday... Before we went to church, my mom would put our roast in the oven that would cook while we're away at church, and then we'd come back, and the roast is done. Okay. And so 
she'd put everything in one pot, kind of like a crock pot, but she'd roast it in the oven. She would do like the beef roast and then she would put like onions, potatoes and carrots in there so it would all cook together. So I'm assuming this started because as a kid and even as an adult, I love ketchup. Probably one of my favorite condiments. Ketchup's good. So I think it started with, I liked the ketchup on the beef. So I'd put it like on the side and then Mm -hmm. I would dip my roast in it. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we already talked about how I don't like my food touching, but inevitably something would end up in the ketchup and just sheer disappointment. Yeah. And one day, one of the roasted carrots ended up in my ketchup. And you can imagine my sadness. Uh-huh. And my carrot having so ketchup on it. long, sweet separation. <laughs> but then, I'm like, whatever, I gotta eat it. I ate it. I was like, whoa. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is really good. <laughs> like, so, it was a moment? Like, it was an epiphany? Yeah, it was like, wow. Like, this seems disgusting. Like, who would, in their right mind, ever put ketchup on some carrots? Mm-hmm. But I was like, this is this is delicious. Wow. So then I would secretly, because I was so embarrassed, like I would secretly like sneak my carrot into my ketchup. Not that anybody was paying attention at all when I was dipping my like yeah. into my food. But You're I like, would like secretly start dipping my carrots in my ketchup because I was like, this is delicious. Is it also like you feel like you were breaking the rules a little bit because of Probably. your own separation, like when it comes to yeah. like, food? Because like I I generally don't like my food mixing because i want to avoid a ketchup and carrot situation but little did i know you heard it folks it was good the rebellion is within her yeah ketchup like it's and happening carrots. ketchup and carrots yeah mm. i don't know about a like dipping a raw baby carrot in oh. a bowl of ketchup that i don't know that i'd be on board with that however yeah if the carrot is cooked try it i would try it yeah it's good I like ketchup on a lot of stuff. So ketchup is yeah, definitely not amazing. raw, but the cooked. Yeah, I could see it. It's good. A little weird, but I could see it. Yeah. So let's move on to. Um, usually, we will kind of attach a quote to our episodes that are on topic a little bit. Mm-hmm. And this one's not really a quote. It's more of just like this long script, and I, I don't want to mm-hmm. read the whole thing, but it's so perfect. And it's from the movie Goodwill Hunting. Do you remember this movie? We need to watch that again. I remember the fact that we watched it mm-hmm. and just like bits and pieces, but I don't remember it yeah. as a whole. Yeah. So, I mean, trying to give you no spoilers. I mean, I don't know. Is this a spoiler alert? I don't know. No, I the don't characters, think so. You know, Matt Damon is this like brilliant savant in like math, maybe. I believe we need to watch it. Again. I don't know. I don't remember. He was he was brilliant. Movie. He was brilliant, and I think he lived in Boston. And he was he was working as a janitor, I believe. I am completely butchering this. Anyways, the scene is with Robin Williams, who who becomes eventually his therapist, mm-hmm. and he was talking to him about relationships mm-hmm. and how Robin Williams, his character, was like, "Tell me about this girl." And Will, which was Matt Damon, mm-hmm. was like, you know, she's great. Like, she's she's smart. She's funny. And Robin Williams was like, okay, then why don't you call her? Mm-hmm. And he goes, why? Why would I call her? Then I would realize, like, eventually I would realize that she's not perfect. Mm-hmm. 
the perfect idea I have in my head of who she is right now. Mm -hmm. Why would I ruin that? Yeah. Because he's so smart. Right. That he eventually he would pick out those like... All the little things. All the little things. So this is what um, Robin Williams' character says. Maybe you're perfect right now. Maybe you don't want to ruin that. I think that's a super philosophy, Will. That way you can go through your entire life without ever having to really know anybody. My wife used to fart when she was nervous. She had all sorts of wonderful idiosyncrasies. So mm. they keep on talking. You know, like she used to fart in her sleep. And they were like cracking up. Mm -hmm. I highly suggest watching this scene. I'm sure if you YouTube it, uh -huh. Goodwill Hunting, like the, I don't know, <laughs> wife farting scene. I know, Molly, it's hilarious. So like they were talking and then Will was like, yeah, she woke herself up just laughing. And mm -hmm. he goes, yeah, you know, he goes, oh, Christ. Yeah. Will, she's been dead two years. And that's the shit I remember. And that's when Will stops laughing. Mm -hmm. You know, it's everything kind of gets serious. He goes, wonderful stuff, you know, little things like that. Those are the things I miss the most, the little idiosyncrasies that only I knew about. That's what made her my wife. Oh, and she had the goods on me, too. <laughs> she knew all my little picadillos. That's a funny word, picadillos. picadillos. People call these things imperfections, but they're not. Oh, that's the good stuff. Mm. And then we get to choose who we let into our weird little word worlds you're not perfect sport and let me save you the suspense this girl you met she ain't perfect either she isn't perfect either that whole quote i didn't do it justice hopefully i did a little bit mm -hmm. but it's so good it's good i mean that's exactly why we're having fun talking about this kind of stuff is yeah. because those are the little things that you remember about someone yeah it's like nobody else sees you portion your breakfast in the morning yeah like i always know if i look over at some point i'm gonna see three tiny little piles with an egg a banana and a date yeah well now the people know that's one of them mm -hmm. yeah and it's funny because it's like you would like yeah. you would you just that's something that i do like i eat all the same things but i don't put it in one bite because i don't like it to mix right but you do. Yeah. And you eat it in the perfect proportion. Yeah. Like nobody else would know that. Yeah. But yeah, those little things is just what we love about each other. Yeah. What would be another one? Okay, how about how about me brushing my teeth? <laughs> <laughs> it's an event. It's really <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to watch. Mm -hmm. It also slightly stresses me out. Yep. Um, but it's it's a spectacle. Brushing my teeth. You're very intense. Is a very intense moment in my life. It's kind of like an Olympic sport. It has the same intensity as an Olympic athlete. I love the buildup that you're like... Trying to cross the finish yeah. line. Like you're going to war with your teeth. Hmm. Yeah, let me get to this point. Brushing my teeth. <laughs> I am a very aggressive brusher. Very. It's like my life dependent, <laughs> depended on it. Yeah. I just go to town on my teeth. I'm you like, do. Argh. I don't make like noises. Not quite. But it's a, it's almost. It's, al it's almost like I don't want anybody to watch me anymore because it's just too intense. 
It's just like, don't watch me. I'm brushing yeah. my teeth. Because I'm, I'm the type of brusher that, like, I can walk around when I brush my teeth. Like, oh, let me. Yeah, you're all proper. And let me, like, and, like, you know, I can get the dog some water or yeah. put a dish away or something nope. while I'm just brushing my teeth. But you cannot leave the sink area. Yeah. At all. Yeah. You know how, like, some people, when you watch Food Network and they go to this, like, diners and mm-hmm. they're eating, like, the Philly cheesesteak? Yeah. Like, think Guy Fieri. Yeah. Okay. When they're eating the big Philly cheesesteak, that greasy yeah. Philly cheesesteak, and they have to lean over yeah. to eat the chili, uh, the Philly cheesesteak. Yeah. That way the grease doesn't run off. Yeah. Onto the, that's how I look when I'm brushing my teeth. Except the grease is the toothpaste the going everywhere. Yeah. It's just... It's, it's a battle. Yeah. It's a war zone. Mm-hmm. It's like, we are Sparta. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't ever want you all to see that. <laughs> My brother has seen that and he stared at me like he caught what, you one time. What is wrong with you? And it was really funny. <laughs> have I what I, did? I, have I always done that? Yes. And what did you think? Like when we first say moved in together, and I did that in front of you, I was like, "Wow!" Like he <laughs> he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> he's brushing. <laughs> good for you (laughs) i feel like nine episodes in like we've gotten close with these people that i'm like i feel like i've really put myself out there now sharing the intimate details of our life yeah yeah let's talk about you okay what about your um personal peeing habits (laughs) (laughs) this is out of control okay (laughs) oh gosh um, you have well, a funny quirk about it. I do. And the I, the quirk is, is that, I mean, and I feel like this is totally fair. Okay. Nobody likes having to wake up at three in the morning yeah. to have to pee. Okay. Like, that's just a fact. Like, show Make, me one person who enjoys that. That's a, that's a true fact. Part yeah. of the middle of the night. I hate Nobody that. likes it. Yeah. You can stub your toe. Mm-hmm. Like, lots of things can happen mm-hmm. on your way yeah. to and from. Yeah. So, to ensure that that does not happen uh-huh. to me, yep. I will, like, probably pee, like, five or six times right before bed within five minutes of each other uh-huh. and just, like, make sure my bladder is as empty as it can possibly be yeah. before finally allowing myself to drift off to sleep. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> when we go to bed, we're all, like, laying in bed and, like, usually I'm on my phone playing, like a game or something like Mm -hmm. that or just on instagram or something Mm -hmm. like that and we're just winding down at that point but amanda it's just like (laughs) she gets out of bed goes to the bathroom comes back lays down for a minute yeah and then goes (laughs) it's just like as many times as she can until until i'm tired enough to where i'm like i'm good now i'm good (laughs) it's as empty as it can possibly be I mean, and I get that. That that because you you're good at like hydrating. Yeah. You're good with making sure that you get a lot of water. Yeah. I'm not as good at that. Yeah. So maybe like I need to get better so at I, that. Like I try to cut myself off from liquids, not fully, but if it's getting to like the eight thirty, quarter to nine hour, I'll usually stop drinking a lot of fluid and like I'll just have a sip here or there if I'm like really thirsty. But mm-hmm. there's like a cutoff point where okay, mm-hmm. no more no more fluids. And then the trips to the bathroom begin mm-hmm. in order to be as empty as possible. Yeah. 
I get and that. rarely do I wake up in the middle of the night to pee. Occasionally, yeah, but it's not a nightly thing. Yeah. You know, I get that because the worst feeling ever mm-hmm. is when you're sleeping, right? Mm-hmm. Guys, bear with me. You're sleeping. Picture this in your head. You're sleeping, you're sleeping, you're sleeping. And then you're like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And then you go, right? You, you've, you've mustered up the energy to get up. Right. Go to the bathroom. And then you know what happens next? I decide to check the time. Mm-hmm. And guess what? It's five minutes before your alarm goes off. And you're it's just... Terrible. You're just mad. Yeah. It's the worst feeling. It's not a good start to the it's day. Like, and then what? Like, you're going to lay there... For five knowing minutes. that 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 stupid alarm is gonna come on yeah it's like why couldn't you just let me like stay sleeping yeah. until the alarm went off you were so close so close almost made it yeah very rarely you wake up in the middle of the night go to the bathroom come back to bed check the time and you have like four or five hours left right that's like magic right that's amazing i am like I'm like all smiling when I'm like get back in the bed because yeah. I'm like, yes, I got like five hours left. Here we yeah. go. Here we go. But when you're at that like five or ten minute mark and you're like, really? It's the worst. Yeah. So I get it. Yeah. It's funny, but I get it. It's my insurance policy. It's the insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I'm sorry. to. You just threw me out there. Hey. That was worse I... than your peanut butter and mayo situation. Hey, I have some... You threw me out on this episode. I'm okay with it, but we got to even it out, you know? Let's finish off on this final thing where it's both of our quirks. Uh Uh-huh. And within those quirks came a compromise. On this notepad that I had, the title of this quirk section is The Dish Soap Compromise of 2011. Yes. This was a big moment in our relationship. Big moment in our marriage. 2011 is when we got married. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we move in together, there's certain things that you learn about each other when you get married. (laughs) Yeah. And it's nothing big. It's nothing big. It's just one of those things that you never, you don't think about this kind of stuff. Right. Right. So with Amanda's, the way that she likes certain things arranged, I think for the most part, I love the way she arranges like the house Mm-hmm. You have a very good eye for design mm-hmm. in like space. Thank you. I very much trust your like opinion when it comes to how it looks in the room. Mm-hmm. You understand negative space. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, th- I personally think you're very artistic in that way. You might not see it, mm-hmm. but you're very artistic in that in that way. One of the things that I noticed about Amanda was like, say for example, in the kitchen. <laughs> to me. A kitchen has to be functional, yes. right? So I have to make sure that, like, I have the stuff at the ready when I need it. You're a little bit more about convenience than right. I am, which I now understand. Right. And so, have accepted. Right. And when I notice with Amanda, it's just like the kitchen counter, perfectly clean <laughs> with nothing on it. Not mm-hmm. even, like, the dish soap. <laughs> Right? So I'm like, wait. So like when we're washing dishes, like, where's the dish soap? Underneath the sink. Underneath the sink, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, but like we wash dishes all the time. Like, are you are you trying to tell me that like I would have to put it out 
Yes. Every single time. Yes. And that was your, that's your quirk. Yes. Yeah, I like I just I don't like things on the counter. I don't like clutter. Yeah. It stresses me out. So like the less things mm-hmm. that I can see, the better for me. Mm-hmm. So to me, it's not a big deal to where oh, okay, we're gonna wash dishes. Let me assemble what I need. Let me get my sponge. Let me get the soap. Let me get the towel, mm-hmm. and then we can begin clean it. Okay, we're done. So now let's put everything away. We don't right. have to look at it. Right. You didn't see it that way. <laughs> right. But also at the same same time for me, it's like if it was me with my whole like functionality and like convenience or whatever, mm-hmm. I probably would have had every single utensil out. This is true. Just ready to ready to grab. Like I have to open a drawer or anything. Right. Which doesn't work either. Right. So I think there wasn't like a meeting. <laughs> there wasn't like a sit down where we're like, we got to talk about this. Not quite, but... But over time, I felt like we learned from each other. hmm We really, like... We never, like... We were never... We never shot each other down when it came to, like, these kind of things. We would mm-hmm. just try to work on each other where it's like, hey, okay, maybe I do need to just put this one away because it, it looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. I, I know it looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't doubt you with that at all. I know it looks a lot better when mm-hmm. it's not all out there in the open. Yeah. But at the same time, can we have the dish soap out, please? <laughs> and I think you maybe felt like, okay, that makes sense. I'm, it was more... <laughs> no? I mean, yes and no. Like, you were right in the sense that, yes, it's easier. And, like, I've just accepted it now. And, like, we've had it out for so long uh-huh. that, like, it's normal for me now. Would you still rather have it, like... It wouldn't bother me to have to get it out every time to wash the dishes. Like, it wouldn't bother me at all. Yeah. But I also know, like, to help you out. And so, like, you weren't stressed every time we had to do the dishes or, like, irritated. Mm -hmm. It became something where I was like, okay, like, I can let this one go. It's one bottle that we can keep right by the sink. And for the sake of, like, peace. Yeah. (laughs) I can, and I'll, I'll let that one go. And I'll actually do the dishes. Yeah. Like, and, and it's not like, if it was a deal breaker for, for you, mm-hmm. we could figure it out. Like, yeah. if I had to. There were other things that, like, I would, like, I'll fight for something else yeah. over the yeah. dish soap being right, on right. the counter. Like, yeah. I'd rather you pick up your socks or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. Hey, that was, <laughs> hey, this, we're almost ending this podcast and you had to bring that up. This is outrageous. You always pick up your socks. Oh my gosh. Do you hear the tone? I need to end this before we like implode. Shots are fired. You already did it. You threw the grenade and we're about to end it. We were like, guys, life is about compromise. And then you just. But that's why I said, like, I'd rather fight the, ba- the, the battle of pick up your socks than. Yeah. We can leave the dish up on the counter. It's okay. Okay. I get that. Yeah. That makes sense. Just give me more context. Right. Yeah. We can definitely continue this podcast as we think of more quirks because there's definitely more quirks. There's no way we absolutely thought of everything. Um, But yeah, we hope you enjoyed. I mean, (laughs) I want to listen back to this because I feel like I would laugh yeah listening to this because it's just ridiculous if you are still with us it must mean that you care about our little the mendozas you care about the little quirks you appreciate the little quirks i hope 
you can find the good in those little quirks. Yeah. I think it's important. We all have them. We all have them. Um, but thank you for listening to the Kitchen Table Convos. Mm-hmm. Enjoy the quirks. Amanda, do you have any final words? Never. 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 My final words is stay quirky. Stay. Oh, I like that. You like that? Stay quirky. Isn't there a city that's like stay weird or something? Stay weird. Isn't that like a slogan? Portland or something? something? Keeping it weird. Keeping it weird. Well, the podcast was called You Made It Weird. No, there's like a city, I think. Keep it weird. Austin. Oh, maybe. Because we were uh, yoga with Adrian, I think she said that once. Keep it weird, Austin. Maybe. If you guys know what I'm talking about or what we're talking about, let us know on social media at Tito Does, T-I-T-O-D-O-E-S. I'm getting so good at that. Mm. Maybe not. (laughs) You're like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, guys. Keep it weird. (laughs) Keep it weird. Stay quirky. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.